Hi, welcome to this episode of Let's Work It Out, brought to you by Stay Nimble. We provide on-demand, flexible career coaching for all your work-related challenges. Hello there and welcome to our latest Stay Nimble Let's Work It Out podcast. I'm Jennifer Harper, Head of Coaching with Stay Nimble and I'm delighted to be joined today by my guest Brendan Roy, who some of you may remember from one of our previous podcasts. And Brendan is a mental health first aid instructor who runs his own company, Mood Mental Health Training. So hi there, Brendan. Hi Jennifer, how are you? I'm great, thank you. And thank you again for joining me today. And between us, we've thrown around various topics to look at with a mental health connection relating to work. But today we have opted to explore how we manage our mental health through new beginnings, which obviously touches us all in various ways, whether that's starting a new job, joining a new team, getting a new manager, moving location, and even on a personal level, such as experiencing new beginnings through the loss of a relationship, a loved one, or even a work colleague. So managing mental health through new beginnings clearly has a number of different connotations that may be relevant to everyone listening. So we, we hope this conversation proves useful in a number of ways. So to start us off, Brendan, obviously we have known each other for a while and, and some listeners, as I say, may have met you through our previous podcast. But I wonder if you could briefly introduce yourself, um, please, so those who are listening for the first time um, find out a little bit about you. Yeah, no problem. Uh, my name is Brendan. Um, I'm an ex-teacher. So my background is in secondary schools. I was a science teacher and became a assistant head, deputy head, and then worked for the trust. Um, I then did a mental health first aid course, um, probably about three years ago, which was expertly delivered by my wife. Uh, and then the school wanted me to become uh, an instructor so I could train people within the school setting, which I did, uh, and I really enjoyed that. And then, uh, you know, talking about new beginnings, then I made a big change. So I quit teaching about a year ago and I started my own business, Mood Mental Health Training. Uh, and I'm a mental health first aid uh, England associate instructor. And I work with a range of companies, individuals, and I really, really enjoy it. And, and, and I really like doing this podcast with you, Jennifer. Oh, that's kind of you. Thank you. So it's good to hear you say that you've been through new beginnings as well, because likewise, I did when I did career change as well. So I know how um, how scary it can be sometimes, actually. So to start us off, Brendan, when thinking about new beginnings, um, that often implies there will have been an ending of some sort, which can obviously affect everybody in different ways. So what are your thoughts um, on how we can start to process endings? Let's start there. Uh, yeah, like you said, it, it's, it happens to all of us, isn't it? It's normal. You know, I just talked about it. You've mentioned it and it's it's normal. It, it's common. It's just part of life when things end and we move on to, to new things. And I think understanding that and accepting that is, is part of that process of, you know, getting on with it. And you know, endings can be, they can be planned or they can be unplanned. They can be wanted or unwanted. And no matter what sort of ending it is, it, it's unique. It's going to be as unique as the individual that is experiencing it. It's always going to have some difficulties, even if it's a planned change and it's wanted and you're really looking forward to it, there will still be some challenges associated with that. And, and it has a range of emotions in us. Uh, uh, you know, it can bring sadness. It can really uh, bring relief or excitement, happiness, worry. Uh, an absolute multitude uh, of emotions. And it's really important that, you know, we do process it and we, we can do that by allowing 
ourselves some time and some space to, to feel and to think about it and to begin to understand what's going on in our lives. Uh, and to express our thoughts is really important to actually talk to somebody else about it and what's going on. And often, you know, part of that process of, of an ending involves rituals of some description. So you talked, you know, around, you know, we will probably all experience bereavement at some point and the ritual around that would be a funeral. But, you know, rituals go with any sort of ending. So if you're changing jobs, you might be giving a leaving speech, you might be uh, giving thank you cards. Uh, and it's important that we do that, I think, because it helps us to mark that change, that ending, to acknowledge it. And I think that can really help with the process as well. Yeah, it's, it's interesting to hear you say that because you say there's lots of emotions coming through there and almost a series of events that come with those endings in, in order to um, achieve closure, I guess. Um, yeah, I think that's a good that. way to put it, yeah. Yeah, um, okay. So thinking about those new beginnings that, um, that, that may present, you've mentioned some of the emotions attached to that, but... Um, what are some of the fears that you have come across that people in general may have around um, change that is coming as a result of new beginnings? I think people quite naturally have doubts, don't they? Whatever the change is, like I said, whether it is unwanted or wanted or planned or unplanned. And we ask ourselves a range of questions, don't we? We ask, you know, can I do this? Uh, what if I'm rubbish at doing it? I've started something new. What if I can't do it? What Will I fit in? You know, will people like me? What happens if it all goes wrong, if it fails? So we, we ask ourselves these series of questions and there's a huge amount of unknown. We don't know the answer to those questions. Uh, and it, that takes us out of our, of, of our comfort zone. And so therefore things can be quite unpredictable. Uh, and that means we feel a lack of control and, and that can make us feel vulnerable. And then we've got that general fear of, of failure. Uh, and I think there's some of the, the issues that we do have. And sometimes we can feel as well that we're already at capacity. You know, whatever we're doing, we feel like we're, we're kind of just about coping with everything. So to do something new, to change something, there's a worry, well, actually, will I be able to cope with that? Will it be too much for me? Um, but they, it's, they're, they're normal fears. It's just that fear of the unknown, I think. Mm, yeah, it, it sounds like the, the fears are also bringing a lot of doubts forward for for everybody in that sense, as you see with the vulnerability coming through there as well, um, which it, that's a lot for people to process, isn't it? As I say, having gone through some form of ending, this new beginning and you all of this coming to the fore as well. So um, we've looked at sort of almost the, how to process endings there and the fears that may arise, but I'm wondering if you're able to suggest some strategies we might be able to adopt in order to try to manage those fears that are coming through. Yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, we've already mentioned that, you know, one of the issues that we have with, with change is that we feel like we've got that, those unknowns, that lack of control. So I think it's really important that we, we look to control what we are able to. And one of the things that we can take control of and is our self-care. And so looking after ourselves and our, our mental health and our well-being is something that is within our control at that point. So making sure we exercise, making sure that we eat well so our nutrition is good, making sure that we get sleep. Those connections that we have with people are absolutely vital. We talked around, you know, one of the ways of processing an ending and therefore a change is, is to talk, is to communicate with people. So connections are really important. Uh, and it's important to remember that, you know, doing these things, that self-care is not selfish. And that's sometimes the way it's thought of, we, we, you know, when we start something new, we'll often be really time pressured. You know, there'll be a lot of demands on our time. 
but so it's but it's not selfish to actually say no sometimes and to make time for ourselves and, and to talk to other people about how we're feeling and how we're thinking and it's also important that we've got a range of self-care strategies lots of tools in our toolbox we don't want to just have one thing that we do uh, and because then we want to take the pressure off us a little, ourselves a little bit it, you know if we are time constrained all of us are thinking oh gosh i've got to go to the gym for an hour tonight or i've got to go for a run or i've got to do this can actually add to our stress can't it so so having lots of little things throughout the day that help to manage our self-care and our, our well-being is really important um, another thing we can do is, is to be aware of any unhelpful coping strategies that we've got. People will often, you know, when they're feeling high levels of stress, when our stress container is really full, is right at the top, is possibly kind of bubbling over, we turn to unhelpful coping strategies, whether that be eating biscuits, having crisps, you know, smoking more, drinking more, whatever that might be. And just recognizing when we are doing that and, and then maybe, you know, attempting to to change those unhelpful coping strategies for more helpful ones, I think it's really important. And we, you know, talking around our stress container, we we could think about what is in it and actually being reflective, maybe writing that down, asking ourselves a series of questions around that, you know, who can help me? You know, what are my priorities? What's out of my control? What am I worrying about that actually? I've got very limited control over and acknowledging that won't make it go away, but it might minimize it a little bit. So I think there are there are lots of things that we can do, but you know the kind of the message from that is just be kind to ourselves, give ourselves a little bit of time. Yeah, definitely. As you say, it's um, it's giving yourself that flexibility within your your day and your week. And as you say, if if somebody goes for a run and suddenly they're feeling too stressed and you know too time um, constrained to go for the, an hour run, then cut it down into smaller chunks that are more manageable um, and then start to build back up when when it's feeling right. Um, so yeah, I, I hear what you're saying about that flexibility coming through there as well and definitely being kind to yourself because um, as you say, we, we do put ourselves under pressure um, and as we were saying before we started recording this about you know people putting pressure on themselves at certain times of year, um, you know, it can, can add to that as well, can't it? Definitely, yeah. And just starting something new, we, we immediately start to put more pressure on ourselves because we want to make a good impression. We want it to go well. And so we do, you know, we're adding stress and pressure to ourselves then. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So thinking about how we move forward through those new beginnings, what's your thoughts on how we reframe our thinking in order to mean, remain positive and to maintain that positivity as we move forward? Yeah, we've mentioned, haven't we, that we have these doubts. So actually what we need to do is kind of, you know, spin them on their head a little bit and, and reframe our thinking. I think the first step, as we've already mentioned, is accepting that change and uncertainty does happen in life. It happens all the time, you know, from, from childhood all the way up to adult, it's just part of life. So accepting that it happens and it's normal, I think is important. Trying to understand exactly what our fears are, being precise around that. Because if we can understand what our fears are, what they exactly are, then we start to own them a little bit more. We start to gain a bit more control about it. We start to do things about it. Possibly challenge the way that we're thinking. So ask ourselves questions. So if we are worrying and we are stressed about something and we think something's going to go wrong or we're not going to do very well, well, ask ourselves the question, well, what's the evidence for that? You know, where, why am I thinking like this? Is there anything to back up the way that I'm thinking? Possibly not. You know, what would you say to a friend? So if someone else was talking to you and was expressing their worries and their and their stresses and their fears, 
well, what would you say to them? And then we could say the same things to ourselves, can't we? Think about what it might look like in a few weeks or a few months or a year's time. You know, it might actually be that we get to this relatively quickly. We look back on it and think, I, I can't believe I was worried about that. Why was I worrying about that? So how might we feel about it in the future? And then just how can we look at it completely differently? You know, let's spin it on its head, look through a different lens. So we, we talked about one of the things that, you know, in terms of change might be starting a new job. Well, actually, we've got those worries and those fears about that we might not be able to do it, it might not be very good. But if you spin it on its head, you kind of think, well, actually, someones I've gone to an interview, someone's liked what they've seen, they've given me this opportunity, they rate what I do, I've already got experience, then, you know, we can frame it in a much more positive way. Mm, so it's capturing those negative thoughts that we all have at different points um, and really questioning ourselves on that um, yeah. as well. Yeah, And we, we forget all the achievements that we make uh, and sometimes mm-hmm. sitting and remembering is really important. No, definitely. As you said, we, we can find ourselves going into autopilot and forgetting what we've already achieved. So that's that's a really good point. Um, yeah, to remind ourselves of, of what we've already come through and um, successfully done or that we've done and learned from as well. Um, yeah. OK, no, that's helpful. Thank you. Um, and finally, mo- moving forward, what's your thoughts on how we can reflect on those achievements that we're talking about in order to maintain good health, mental health through change? I mean, one of the things that we often do, and I know I'll do it sometimes, is we spend too much time worrying about those negative things. Mm-hmm. So we forget there's lots of positive things that happen on a daily basis, you know, throughout the day, even if they're just tiny little things, we forget those. So acknowledging them, I think, is really important. But, you know, looking back in terms of like you were mentioning about our experiences and what we've already achieved, then actually, you know, just reflecting on those things and remembering them is really important. You know, milestones that we've done through our lives, our first promotion, our first relationship or whatever they might be, remembering, well, they happened and that that was a positive and they happened because, you know, I was capable of those things. I think it's really important. I always remember having job interviews uh, and then getting feedback afterwards and them asking me, well, why didn't you mention this or this or this? I know you've done these things. And we forget, don't we? We just forget all the things that we do. Um, One of the other things we can do is set ourselves goals and targets and then review them on a fairly regular basis. We don't have to be doing it all the time, but then looking back again and reflecting, well, actually I've achieved this and I've achieved that. And maybe I need to work a little bit more on that. And, you know, when I've worked in schools, we'd often have uh, targets and goals and and we'd we'd rag break them, red, amber, green. How well, how, Mm -hmm. how far along that process are we? And that's something we can do in our personal lives. There's no reason why we can't set ourselves goals, reflect back and think, well, actually, that's that's green. That's really good. I've achieved that. Well, maybe I need to work on this or maybe I need to get some help on this. Uh, you know, there's lots of questions that we, we can ask. And it, it just starts to help build our self-awareness. Uh, yeah. And it's it's important, isn't it, that we, we, we do ask for help when we do need it because asking for help is a strength. It's not a weakness. We talked a minute about a minute ago about reframing things well that's another way we can reframe things is is actually to think well it's a positive to ask for help it shows that we're reflective it shows what we can and can't do it shows where we need that extra assistance and support 
Yeah, absolutely. And that's that's all part of the, the growing process, isn't it? Um, and you were saying about you know, us forgetting our achievements. I mean, again, through career coaching, we often find people coming to us um, who say, oh, I'd like to apply for this job, but I don't have the experience. And actually, when we start to work with them, they do. <laughs> it's just, it, it's going to the back of their mind. They've forgotten what they've done. And it's just through that conversation um, that you can start to pull out that these moments that start to build that confidence and that that starts to ta- overcome the fear that they're feeling about um again moving towards a new beginning as well so yeah no, lots there lots there okay um so before we finish i just wonder if you have any final thoughts that you would like to add i know there's usually something in there that has come through the conversation that you'd like to throw in well i think we need to acknowledge that life's never straightforward. There's always ups and downs in life. That's quite normal. And, and so acknowledging that can, can really, really help. Being honest with ourselves, like we just mentioned, that if we aren't very good at something or, or something isn't going as well as it, 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 we want it to, then asking for help is a positive. That is a strength. Um, I think that's a really important thing for us to do. I think it's important, like you were mentioned before, about not putting too much pressure on ourselves you know, especially when in a new beginning, we, we want to impress, we want things to go well. So we do put that pressure on, on ourselves. And actually, we shouldn't, you know, we are capable, we can celebrate the achievements that we've already made. So I think that's really important. But the, the biggest thing, I think, is to talk, is to let other people know how you're feeling, and to make those connections with people. Because it's always better to talk than it is to bottle things up. So I think that would probably be the, the kind of the final thought is, is to is to talk to people. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I completely agree with you. Um, I think that's a, a really important message to finish with, having that communication with people. Um, and as you said earlier, that, that change happens in many firms all the time. Um, so it's so important that we do look after ourselves with that self-care. Um, so we're equipped to, to manage it when it presents itself because change will happen. Um, that's a given, unfortunately. Um, so, okay, no, great. Thank you, Brendan. Thank you so much again for joining us today and, and bringing your valuable insight to the conversation. Um, I think there's lots for us all to take away from that. And it's it's good to remind ourselves um, of all of these points, especially with regard to the stress container and how we can manage that as well. No, thank you very much for asking me back. Absolute pleasure. Absolute pleasure. Thank you. Um, and to those listening, I, I hope you found this podcast helpful in terms of managing any new beginnings or endings that you may be experiencing just now. And if you would like to find out more about being trained in mental health first aid or arranging some of your team to be trained, then you can link up with Brendan via his website, moodmht.com. And as ever, remember that all of Stay Nimble's career coaches are fully mental health first aid trained and are there for you to chat about issues you're experiencing in the workplace, as well as to discuss other challenges you may face um, around new beginnings that you're wishing to move towards. So if you're not already working with a coach, you can register at staynimble.co.uk and take advantage of our free 30 minute discovery video coaching call to find out about the support we can offer you. So thank you again, Brendan, and to those listening, bye for now. Thanks for listening to this episode. For a no-strings-attached 30-minute coaching session, visit staynimble.co.uk.